to the For Who, For What podcast. And before we get started talking to Matt Wayne about the Week 11 games, wow, uh, you know what to do first. Please go ahead, rate and review that podcast, the one you're listening to, this one right now, five stars on iTunes. Go ahead, subscribe, leave a little review in there for us. Sure would appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the pod every week. And now... Without any further ado, here's what you came for. Me and Matt Wayne, talking football. Enjoy. I'm fine. I might seem a little disconnected from sports because I don't think I'm going to watch them ever again. <laughs> I'm serious. That was the dumbest game of football I've ever seen. And I've seen some dumb football. The the wind game, mm-hmm. uh, Music City Miracle. Yeah. I mean, uh, Gus Farratt breaking his neck. That was pretty uh, bad. Celebrating. This was dumber than all that. That, well, okay, so we'll we'll get, we'll get to everything that's going on uh, in Buffalo momentarily. Uh, I mean, you must be sad. I, I, You're smiling. You don't look sad. You know, I totally, I was pissed off after, after the, especially because it's like the way the Eagles lost. It was very um, referee oriented if you if you wanted to think that way which sure, in the, mo- in the moment mask. i did and, and i hate blaming the refs it is it is loser mentality but in the moment you do feel it you're like and the, the eagles did not deserve to win at all they got outplayed they couldn't stop them on third down they should have lost i'm glad they lost they needed to lose but you want in, that loss out of the way in the moment i felt like they got robbed, you know, like the 72 dolphins put in the call, like not tonight. It's not your night. Take them, take Mercury them down. Morris. Mercury Morris, Gary Mercury Morris put the hit out. Zonka, Jim kick was there. Everybody. Some of these people have to be dead because we're, I was just going to wonder how many are still alive, but it's funny that the refs were fucking the Eagles and the refs were helping the bills. Yeah. Well, Gabe Davis catch was not a catch. We had 12 men on the field for the one yard play where we we seemingly won the football game. Fast forward, you know, how many minutes till I'm naked and just on the floor crying. Well, your loss was definitely worse because you were, you know, you were up big, not big, but you know, you were Yeah, no, 24-10, 24-10 at halftime. That's a big deal against a, a good team. That's one seven straight or six straight, and you're this is your get right game. You definitely it's a game you should yeah it was it was very stupid. Uh, the 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 fumble at the goal line is one of the craziest. Like that's a, that's why it, the game was so insane that I'm brushing it off for the. Obviously, the Bills have have their issues right now, and we'll get to them. But we'll get to them in a minute because it just seems like this is their thing. They was, get high expectations. They come out hot. They have a real rough stretch. Two years ago, it was the the Hale Murray. We mm-hmm. lost to the Cardinals. We had hit our yeah. bye week, and then we came back and won six straight. So there's a lot of people, a lot of Buffalo fans I've been texting with clinging to that. Okay, well, so let's let's get to let's get to the games this week because I don't want to run out of time at the end for the later games because. But yeah, this is this is very helpful. I I could feel 
that you needed to vent. I needed to, I, I was going through it too. I, I've moved on. I'm okay with the loss. The loss is a positive now. Uh, your situation is a little different, but uh, we're, we're recording this late Thursday afternoon, right before uh, the Thursday night football game, which this week we have the Green Bay Packers at home, three and a half point favorites coming off their overtime win against Dallas. They're taking on Tennessee. Who do you like here, Maddie? First off, I'm blown away by this line. I mean, the Packers are favored. All of a sudden, they beat, I mean, they beat the Cowboys. It's a big win. Big yeah. win. There's a, a lot of this week. I'm either going to do great or I'm not going to win a single game because uh, a lot of these lines, I'm like, what? What are you giving me here? Because I mean, I, I, I really like Tennessee. Was not impressed by Green Bay. You still had Rodgers yelling at the coach going into overtime. Like they, they, it doesn't seem like they've fully righted the ship. I don't trust Christian Watson to have another three touchdown game like that. Like it just, it seemed like they really emptied the clip for that Dallas game. And now it's like, all right, quick turnaround against a really good defense in the cold. What do you got? I'm going Titans based on a lot of things you just said. Plus, you know, Derrick Henry and, I still don't. Yeah, like you said, I, the Packers don't seem like they just fixed it. It was a big win, but I don't. You know, they're a bad team. They're a really bad team. So it, it was the first time they actually ran the ball consistently against a team that can't stop the run, and it, it worked for the. I mean, I don't know why they don't do that every week. I don't trust them to do it again. Yeah, I have no trust in in Lafleur, in the Packers. Uh, congrats on winning. Thank you for beating the Cowboys, but but on a short all week, over Tennessee, yeah. And Aaron Rodgers, what is he like? He's 47. Yeah, he's your age. He's getting old. He's old. So, you know, it's he's in pain right now, I'm sure. That honestly, if I was if I was that age having to turn around from a Sunday four o'clock start to a Thursday night, I would be like, you just play the backup. Like, I'm good. Give me. Yeah, you might have a better chance. Give me the week. What are we what are we doing here? Making these old people. Is it still Jordan Love? Oh, yeah, it sure is. First round draft pick. The future. <laughs> All right. So we are both on the Titans there yes. on Sunday. No, uh, no early game this Sunday. So we'll get to sleep in the uh, first of the one o'clock games we'll get to is the Baltimore Ravens at home coming off their by 12 and a half point favorites against Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield's going to be starting again. How do you feel about this one, Maddie? 12 and a half is a lot. A lot of points. A lot of points in Baltimore, not great at home. And they've, they've, they've led a bunch of teams, I mean, more so earlier in the year, but they let teams back in. We don't know if Andrews is going to play yet. He's still up in the air. Yeah, and I, I mean, listen, I, I actually am one of the few people that like Baker Mayfield. I you're, don't. You're willing to go out on a limb and, and say that you like that? I like him. I don't know if I like him as a quarterback, but having said that, getting 12 and a half points and, you know, being fired up, this is your, this is probably his last chance, Baker Mayfield. The show, (laughs) this is, this is, everyone said this about Carson Wentz going to the commanders. This is his last chance, this game, to show anybody that he is worth a damn in this league. So because of that, and because he's getting 12 and a half, and because of how well Devontae Foreman's running, is that his name, Freeman? No, you got it right. It's Foreman. Foreman. Well, I'm an old man, you know, Freeman, Foreman. Uh, so I'm going to go Panthers here. Okay. I think uh, based on 
the fact that the the Ravens are coming off a bye week. I know it's a lot of points, but I'm also looking at the uh, the percentage of 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 who picked what in our CBS league here, and uh, more people are on the pan. It's sixty uh, forty, just about people picking the Panthers. So that gives me a little bit of a pause. I think I'm I'm leaning towards taking Baltimore with that many points. If Andrews plays, definitely. If if I'm gonna wait until you know, an hour and a half before kickoff to, to lock that in. We'll see what Andrew's status is. If he's, if he's in, I'm taking, I'm, I'll, 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 I'll say that they can cover 12 and a half, but no, Andrews, I might do the same. Cause that I, is a huge swing. Yeah. As much as, as like in my head, my, my vision of the Ravens, they should be able to win this game by two touchdowns if they're healthy, but it's just not, you know, without Andrews, they, they really haven't been able to throw the ball much. Their receivers are still hurt. So we'll wait. We'll wait until Sunday. That's that's uh stay away for now. Uh Atlanta, they're at home, three and a half point favorites against Chicago, who uh almost pulled it out against the Lions last week in a in a fun game. This should be uh, another fun game. Two teams who can't really defend and run all over the field. Three and a half, kind of a lot of points for me, Matty. I don't know how you feel about Atlanta, but I think I'm leaning towards Chicago with this one. Yeah, me too. I mean, Justin Fields has got that connection going with Cole Komet now. Who's Who's been hurt? I, I know he didn't practice yeah. uh, yesterday. I don't know. You know, this this Dallas Goddard injury really screwed me in my, you know, 500 fantasy leagues. I think he was the tight end I took the most, and now I'm just going through. Is he injured now? I thought he came back in that game. After no, he got the the play where they missed the penalty call on his face mask. He yeah. uh, he got yanked down and he hurt his shoulder. He's out for like six weeks or something. Jeez. No, it was that was an all time kick in the nuts game for the Eagles right there. So many things went wrong. All right, I he came back in the game, but I'm you know that remains the same. He's out six weeks. So, fuck. You guys uh, are fucked. You guys are in trouble. Look, it's it's gonna it's gonna we're gonna have a little rough patch. Every every NFL season, you gotta lose a couple games there in the middle or in the beginning. Like it's never it's there's always some sort of uh, issue that you have to overcome. It's it's fine. He'll be it's back. Tr- He'll be back for this game. How, how do you feel, Matt? Are you taking bears taking going the points? With the bears because Mar- Mariota is not looking too hot these days either. No, yeah, they're kind of and and Arthur Smith, the coach, had to do that thing where he goes and and defends the quarterback who's been shitty, and it's just like we're not even thinking about other quarterbacks. It's like, all right, you don't have to lie to us. Yeah, right, like when Ron Rivera threw that fake tantrum about Carson Wentz after he was the one who called who said that Carson Wentz was the problem. Like, stop stop playing mind games with us. We we're not that we're not on the team. You can be honest with us, Arthur. We know that. Marcus Mariota is probably not the answer at quarterback. Like, but who's next it, on the who's next on the depth chart there? Well, they drafted. Uh, I believe they have Desmond Ritter, the uh, Cincinnati quarterback, who might be. We don't know. I don't. Know. He hasn't played at all. So, and he, I think he was a third or fourth round pick. So it's not like you know they invested the future in him. They just took a flyer on him. Maybe they haven't liked what they've seen, and they're they're still in a division race. So I get sticking with the guy but yeah i think uh, a few more performances like last thursday from mariota and, and it's time to make a switch all right now now we can get to uh, this and it sucks for uh for your bills maddie because 
we've got them listed nine and a half point favorites against the Browns at home, but we don't know if this game is going to happen. We don't know if it's going to happen in Buffalo. There's, there's rumors that they might be moving it to Detroit and then Buffalo just stays there for two weeks and then plays a Thanksgiving game there. It's uh, if they do play it, like can, will fans even be able to get there? You're the, the, the Buffalo uh, weather expert. What are you hearing? What's the, what's the word? Well, it's a shitload of snow, Patrick. Yeah. Okay. Three, we're talking three to six feet. It's all falling on Saturday and Sunday. My, my Florida roots. I have no real experience with this. Um, the, the thing that I don't understand is because all week on all the Buffalo handles that I follow on Instagram and Twitter, they're all showing the clips of the bills Colts game where shady had the walk-off touchdown the 2017, 2018 year, I think, where we actually broke the playoff drought. Mm-hmm. I remember that game. Lost to the Jags. But still, that was a very thrilling game. And, uh, you know, we had Calvin Benjamin was our number one guy. Sure. The, wow. One of the, the fattest wide receivers who ever played. So fat. A Popeye biscuit away from being a tight end, as the great Booger McFarland said. <laughs> um, so I, what I don't get is why can't we just play in the snow? Is it a safety issue? Is it a I, yeah? Like well, fans getting there. I or think the roads it's are more be shut of a, a transportation. It's not so much the the game itself. It's more of like how do you safely get sixty thousand people or whatever into that stadium if there's you know you know one of them big squalls come in off the water and and it like traps people and and uh, yeah they're, they're throwing around this word thunder snow also. Yeah, I thought that was like a, you know, like a Christian Okoye nickname or something. I wasn't I wasn't familiar with Thunderous. And I was like, that sounds cool as hell. Well, they they come up with a new one every year, it seemed. I remember the first time I heard Bombo Genesis. We were all walking around the, working like, what the fuck is a Bombo Genesis? Is that a Lou Bega and Phil Collins team up? What's going on over there? <laughs> That's pretty. You're on fire today, Patrick. It's, yeah, well, I haven't talked to anybody for three days, so <laughs> I've been mourning the Eagles loss. <laughs> The Bill, Bills Mafia will show up on snowmobiles if they have to, but I yeah, I wouldn't yeah. mind it if it moved to Detroit. I remember when we played at Ford Field, we were supposed to play the Jets. That's maybe a year before that we had Kyle Orton as our quarterback. Mm, the neck beard. Yeah. Still had Sammy Watkins. Uh, had a great tip drill catch in that game. But uh, it's nine and a half points in the snow. I think I would take the Browns. No matter yeah. where it's being played, because... Well, listen, actually, I shouldn't say that. If it's in the snow, I would go Browns only because it's nine and a, you're getting nine and a half in mm-hmm. awful conditions. You're already winning. They're playing it in a, you know, a dome, like a covered stadium like Detroit. I might still take the Browns because I just think the Bills are a mess. And if they yeah. do win, it will be like by a, a field goal or by which they're terrible in close games, as we know. Mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm of a similar mindset where if it's in Buffalo, point take the points all the way. If they move it, nine and a half is still a lot. Buffalo, you can tell they're on the struggle bus a little bit. They're, it's just everything seems, you know, they're just, they're a second off on everything. It's like there were so many chances for them to put that game away and everything was just a little bit off. It, and it seems, see, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just, I could see them, same thing. It's like I see them you know, maybe being down at halftime and everyone on the, you know, the CBS show and the Fox halftime shows being like, what's going on in Buffalo? Or like, here's Nick Chubb is tearing up the bills. And then that's what's going to happen. You know, Josh Allen has to make like a, some crazy plays at the end. 
um, which we didn't even talk about, but boy, Josh Allen, some, some misguided throws there doing a little too much. Trying well, it to looked like, it looked like rookie. It looked like rookie year or second year, Josh, that year where we lost to the Texans in the playoffs. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just too amped up. I don't know. I really wish I knew or any of us knew how real or significant this elbow injury is. I think it, it sounds pretty bad. I mean, it, it's it, the UCL is the, the exact same thing that Bryce Harper had and he only de- he couldn't throw in the field anymore. He had the he had the only DH and he's you know, he's getting surgery on it now. So it, it definitely seems like something Allen's going to have to get surgery on after the season. I think it, it oh. is. Should the Bills now make a concession and realize division win probably not in the cards? We could be a wild card and go pretty far if Josh is healthy. Maybe we put in Case Keenum for this stretch of stupid games where we're playing shitty teams like the Browns and the Lions. I think it's it's all is one of those injuries that the the rest isn't really going to make too too much of it. It's more about just like pain tolerance and then he has to get it cleaned up after the season. Yeah. I don't think it's one of those things where it's like, well, if we sit him for three weeks, he'll be fine. I think it's, it's, this is just the rest of the season. He's going to be obviously affecting his play and his, his complete uh, disposition, his complete mentality out there. He seems thrown off making mistakes. He hasn't made in years. He still does not know how to slide. (laughs) Yeah, I, I would I would like to hope that Ken Dorsey leans on the run game a little bit more. I mean, Singletary had that bad fumble last week, so it's tough to really trust anybody. I know I was texting with you, but I was so mad. That's what made me so mad was the interception. It was second and 10 mm-hmm. when he threw that. And that first half, Singletary looked good. It's Singletary's got, down. Let's, he's got let's the do wiggle. Some, he, he's got let's some, do some bubble screens. Let's do something. You know, you don't have to fucking zip it on a fucking laser to Gabe Davis every chance you get. I will say about the Browns, though, they uh, they let Miami run the ball better last week than Miami has run the ball all year. I don't know how much of that is getting Jeff Wilson or whatever, but Cleveland definitely susceptible to the run. So if you were going to. If you're gonna take a week to to get Cook and Singletary and, and maybe get Hines a little more involved, I think this would be a good one. But we don't we don't know where they're gonna play if they're gonna play. I mean, it's not like they can move the game to Monday or Tuesday because Bills play again on, on Thursday, Thursday, so they, it's yeah. it's fucked either way. Yeah. So that was basically ten minutes of conversation to say we we don't know. Well, it was still a good time, and I'm still taking the Browns. <laughs> I have no trust in this Buffalo Bills team anymore because I'm just so when this happens, I can't even watch college basketball or NBA. Like I can't watch any sports. sports. It sucks. The Sabres, by the way, I know this isn't even a hockey podcast are on a seven game losing streak after starting out hot. So I'm just done, man. You got nothing. I've started reading books. No, no. Yeah. Oh my God. This is all right. Now the, now the bills have to win. This is awful. This is, I can't believe you're reading books and admitting it on the podcast. I know. All right. The Giants at home, three and a half point favorites against the Lions, who, you know, they have to be looking ahead to that Bills matchup on Thanksgiving. You know, they're, they're, they're going to look past these Giants, uh, the boring ass Giants. Yeah. I, I, I don't think the Lions are good enough to, to keep this one close, even though the, the Giants, um, seemingly tried to to let the Texans back in last week. I'm still not impressed with them, but 
this is, you know, the Lions, they just, they're going to get smoked. Any team that has a decent defense and doesn't do stupid things, uh, you know, seems to give them issues and they're going on the road. Uh, yeah. I just see the, I just see the Giants, you know, this is going to be like a, you know, 20 to 13, some, some kind of boring, you know, sleepy Sunday, one o'clock NFC game in the Meadowlands. Yeah, I agree. Giants all the way. Giants all the way. The New Orleans Saints, three and a half point favorites at home against the Rams. I have no idea who's playing for the Rams. I, 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 we don't know about Stafford yet. We don't know. Cup, cups on IR. Cups, cups done for a little bit. The cupboard. Put cup in the cupboard. And not that the, I mean, the Saints look dreadful last week against Pittsburgh, and they're still going with Andy Dalton. God bless him. I don't know. Jameis Winston must have, like, the world's worst back or something, the fact that they're not even going to give him a, another look. But I, 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 not only do I not know who to pick in this game, I, I, I don't think I would watch this game. And I watch all football. I, I've, I will, I've been watching, you know, Western Michigan against Central Michigan and Ball State against Ohio all week. Like, I'll watch any football game. And if you put on this Ram Saints game, I would leave the room. I would read a book. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dog shit. It's like less than preseason, if that's possible. Because, <laughs> there, yeah, like there's so many injuries. Football is such a violent sport. It's so funny at the, the preseason. I'm like, you know, going through all the, the preview magazines and looking like, oh, look, look at this roster. They're stacked and this team and that team. And then you get to week 10, week 11, and nobody's healthy. Everyone's just like, it's just, it's a, a death march to the finish every year. Yeah. And, I guess I'm just going to go Saints here because the Rams are so bad. Mm. And what does that offense look like when they can't throw it to Cooper Cup? Yeah, it is. I'm. I, <laughs> I'll probably come back to this one at a, at a later date. Uh, right now, I have I have it on the Rams just because the three and a half line. Anytime I'm not sure that that half point that hook, I'll I'll go against that to be safe. Um, uh, the policy. Just yeah, until unless I can think of a, a reason or get a feeling anyway. The uh, the next game, another three and a half point uh, spread. The Patriots at home against the Jets. This uh, is second a huge fucking game. Second time they're meeting this year. Yeah, last game was a lot of fun. Um, neither neither quarterback played well. Neither offense played well. I think it'll be similar this time. I I know Belichick usually dominates these games, but. I think the the Patriots offense has been so bad. Jets offense probably won't be much better, but three and a half points, I feel like is going to be, I don't think there's going to be many points scored in this one at all. So I'll take the points. Yeah. I'm taking the Jets too. There you go. Gardner is going to fucking make Mac Jones's life a living hell. And then we're, we're really staring uh, in the face of the Jets making the playoffs this year, which I don't think anyone was prepared for. I'm still terrified of it. Um, I mean, both New York teams. They at the end of the day on Sunday, the Jets could be seven and three, and the Giants could be eight and two, and the Bills could be six and four. <laughs> so who knows? It's a yeah. fucked up, weird uh, season. But I think we say that every year now, don't we? Oh, it's a weird season. Well, that's weird. the great thing about the NFL is. Uh, it's the turnover year. There's no more rebuilding. It's just, you're bad. All right. Well, bring in a new coach and and next year you'll be good or bring, you know, 
draft one guy and turn it all around. It's very strange this year. And this year it's, you know, teams like the giants doing it with just running the ball and playing defense. And, and it's like, wait, is this 1965 again? What I thought we were just going to keep scoring and scoring. It's, it's crazy how it, it, that the NFL just seemingly corrects itself like every five, 10 years, just like, Oh, but everyone's only, doing this. Well, we're going to do this now, but only really like half the league. Well, like, the, yeah, the smart teams. It's, well, yeah, it's weird how, you know, you look at these teams like San Francisco and Buffalo who don't run the ball. And in place of that, they just throw quick passes and hope for a yak. Yeah. It's, but then it's, the teams who actually like have uh, a, a lead back and can run it every down are having success like that old school football is working. Okay. And uh, because, you know, for the last 15 years, it's been, well, we don't need to pay a running back. We don't need. And then, you know, this year just having dependable guys like Chubb and Henry and Saquon who dependable this year, you know, they've, they've been healthy this year, not in the past, but having one really talented running back and just feeding them the ball. It's like, Oh yeah, this actually worked for like, 40 years and it was how every you know when when we were kids it was all like you got to establish a run you don't run the football enough every dad in america is is screaming constantly at the tv about running the ball it's it's how we were raised and it yes. the nfl got away from it and, and this year it feels like it's, it's kind of crazy back. it's crazy right when you think when you're a kid of all this the star running backs Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders. It was the bucks. coolest position. It, it, to me, it was, I mean, it was cooler than quarterback. Herschel Walker. Like, I mean, it was, it was, it was the coolest. <laughs> Maybe <position>. not Herschel. <laughs> Herschel Walker. Let's talk about him. Politics aside, he was fun to watch. He, Bo uh, Jackson. He, he, Herschel Walker was one of my first words. Uh, he was uh, on the Eagles briefly in the early nineties. That's right. But yeah, that was, you know, and then in the early nineties, the quarterbacks, they weren't quite as cool. There was a couple cool ones like, you know, Marino, Randall Cunningham, but there was a lot of like Bubby Bristers and Jeff Hostedlers where you're like, you know, this not, not really a flashy guy, but still a lot. I mean, like, but you still had Steve Young, Jim Kelly. Yeah, no, they were Bernie cool guys, but Kozar. Bernie Gozar was not cool. And even no, when he, he was not cool. even when he was at Miami, Bernie was lame. <laughs> Same for Vinny Testaverde. He's actually cooler now, Bernie Kosar, when you hear him calling Browns games, and he's you can obviously hear he's drunk. Oh, yeah. Well, you'd have to be for, you know, the last 20 years of football that they've put him through. So, you know, I wish more announcers would be drunk, quite honestly. I would be... That used to be the way, right? I mean, like, Harry Carey was drinking. Oh, Bob yeah, Uecker. they were all drunk. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard Joe Buck say in an interview that him and Troy have, like, drank during games before, had a little... Um, you know, a little, how do you do a little, a little, especially if you're those two, you are in autopilot. You're, you know what you're doing and you've worked together for a billion years. No, Troy, no one has ever been more on autopilot than Troy in the booth. He is really just, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think he watches any football besides the games he calls. You're absolutely right. And his only move, if you turn on a game that Troy Aikman is calling, it's very likely that the first thing you hear is him going, <laughs> He le- he is tickled by everything. He thinks everything is f- hysterical. That it's is a football that game. Is the it's so funny to him. Collinsworth is the same way. Starting sentences with the laugh. It's almost with like the- something comedians do, where it's like you, if you start laughing at your own joke, maybe the audience will fall for it too. Yeah. Um, I think that- you're trying to stall here because you don't want to get to the next game. No, no, no. We're get we're getting to the next game, and it's uh, the Jeff Saturday led Indianapolis Colts. 
seven and a half point underdogs at home against the Eagles. I, <laughs> I'm going to be, well, there's two, there's two avenues of thought for this one. The, the, the first one uh, is partial to the Eagles in a blowout because they're angry. They're pissed off. They're the better team. Nick Sirianni, his mentor is Frank Reich. He's kind of commented in the media, like you can just tell that he's a little annoyed about how they fired Reich. He in wants the to of the stick year. it to Saturday. I, I, I could see them getting. I could see him getting up for this game, and and you know the team's going to be up. Um, the problem is that all sounds nice, but in actuality, the Eagles cannot stop the run. They are getting gashed up the middle, and they're about to face. Uh, a great interior offensive line and Jonathan Taylor. And, you know, we, we just signed uh, Sue and Linval Joseph, a couple of, you know, 30 year old in their, in their mid thirties to, to hope they can do anything. If they can, I think it might take a while. You know, it's tough to bring in a guy off the street on Thursday or Wednesday and, and say, he's going to be able to help in two days, even though defensive tackle, I don't, they wouldn't give him too much. It's like, Hey, just stand there and be 300 pounds. I think the Eagles win, but that's seven and a half. I'm going to take the Colts to cover. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see too much of the Jeff Saturday Colts because I was in a dark, dark place. <laughs> so they, they to, I don't know. I, if, if an Eagles fan is taking the Colts, maybe I should follow suit. I will say the, the Colts did a great job of just – keeping it simple. We're going to hand the ball off this way. We're going to hand the ball off that way. They had, they have a, a, a pretty decent defense and, and being at home, I think it, it's seven and a half. They can, they can get there. I'm not in love with the Eagles defense right now. So I'm, I'm concerned about them stopping the run. So I'm going to lean Colts here. And poor Sam Derringer lost his job. <laughs> your, your boy, whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, no, I like Sam Derringer. That's that's a much cooler name. What is it for real? Ellinger. Oh, Sam Ellinger. Yeah, we're gonna call him Derringer. There you go. All right. So, did you are are you you're sticking with the Eagles or did I talk you out of it? No, you talked me into Colts because you know all this talk about. uh, I probably shouldn't be talking you into stuff though because I feel like your picks have been better than mine. I don't know why you're listening to me. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. I think I think I brought you back. Because because you, you were only a little bit better than me last week. You had your first down week in a while, so I think I you were even listening to me too much. I think you're right. I'm going Eagles. All right, Houston Texans at home, two and a half point underdogs against the Washington Commanders. Who do you like here, Maddie? Washington Commanders. I mean, this team is fired up. How do you not love Heineke? Well, I mean, I don't like him, but that's, you know. Well, you don't I'm, have to like him. Because, give, me, give me a couple of weeks. I'll forget. I'll forget, and I'll, I'll like him again. They uh, they actually ran the ball. They actually, the offensive line actually looked good. They made a ton they, a ton of turnovers, very opportunistic. Uh, I don't think it'll last, but Houston has looked shitty pretty much every chance they've had, except for that one Jaguars game. So I don't know why. I'm and honestly. And the tie. I'm a little, um, a little confused why it's only two and a half points, but I, I, yeah, I'll take Washington. Yeah, it's, the line makes no sense here, but yeah, Washington all the way. All right, four o'clock games. We've got Denver 
at home in mile high, two and a half point favorites against the Raiders who lost to the uh, aforementioned Jeff Saturday Colts last week in probably the one of the most embarrassing losses. Derek Carr uh, <laughs> gave the exclamation point on the loss by crying in the uh, the, the post-game press conference, getting a little emotional. Oh my God, that's right. Did his did his guy liner run down his face? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, th- I think his uh, he he's really leaning into the emo uh, emo Derek Carr. I I don't like anything about that team right now. And as much as we make fun of Hackett, their defense is really good. It, uh, the Raiders don't have a good offense or a good defense right now. And as bad as Denver's offense is, at least they're doing something well. So I'll take Denver two and a half at home. Yeah, I mean, I don't. They lost Jerry Judy, so he's not going to be playing. I don't. He's out. Yeah, I know he's he's he's. But yeah, they're at home, and Russ is looking better slightly. But then you have to think that the Raiders at some point are going to have to win another game. This is what I. This could be the one divisional. The last time I was, I took the Raiders when they were on the road, just because it felt like. They they needed to get a game somewhere. They ended up losing twenty four nothing to the Saints. So I'm done. Raiders on the road. Can't trust them. I don't trust the offensive line. I don't trust the defense. Uh, just I don't trust anything about it. Give me the Broncos. Oh my God! In this injury report, Devontae Adams. Oui. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Part. I want to take the Raiders because of. They shouldn't be this bad. It, I know it's 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 upsetting how bad they are. It's got to be the coach. That's the only X factor, right? Well, Josh- they, they don't have a they don't have a very good team. I think they they got pretty lucky last year. I thought the guys they brought in this year, like uh, Chandler Jones and Adams, would would make a, a bigger impact. But you look at their drafts the last five six years, all their first round picks are like out of the league, pretty much. Or, you know, not even not on the team. They're just. They've just done a really shitty job of drafting. They don't have a good team. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to go Broncos. You're right. Well, that means Raiders are definitely winning. All right. Pittsburgh at home, four and a half point underdogs against the Bengals. TJ Watt is back, which, uh, which means I'm, I'm, I'm back to picking the Steelers every week. They, this was the week one game where I took the Steelers six or seven sacks. And, uh, and, and last week, Pittsburgh's defense looked great again, Cincinnati, they're playing. They, they're, if Jamar Chase was playing, I would, I would, I would be more partial to Cincinnati, but without him, it's just, uh, it's, it's going to be tough. I mean, these, these games are always close four and a half points for the Steelers at home, just seems like a gimme. I'll, I'll take that pretty much every time. Yeah. I'm with you Steelers. All right, and then we've got the uh, big game of the week here. We've got Minnesota at home going against the Dallas Cowboys. Maddie, what did you see from the Vikings last week? Well, yet again, the most improbable catch was made against the Bills defense. First, I had to watch everyone talk about DeAndre Hopkins with the Hail Murray. How did this happen? Oh, my God. And yeah, Justin Jefferson's the best receiver in the league. It pains me to say that because I think Stephon Diggs is very good. But Justin Jefferson's younger. He's great. I mean, Delvin Cook torched us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everyone was making fun of first half. Patrick Peterson was a joke. He got juked twice by Devin on that drive. Oh, my God, Patrick Peterson. Well, he sealed the deal. Yeah. 
So they're and, they're a complete they're a complete team right now, and they are uh, they're believing in fucking Captain Kirk. <laughs> so I, I'm going I'm going Minnesota again, even though I feel like the way the Raiders have got to win, the Vikings have got to lose. Yeah. So I'm going Vikings. They're home. They're getting that juicy one and a half. I know it's tough. It's mm, I, I think I'm going to end up taking the Vikings here too, and then and that. Jefferson catch is the greatest catch I have ever seen in, in, in terms of like it being fourth down in a big game late in the fourth quarter. Like when you think of the time and the place and what he had to do, the, the athleticism, I, I don't think there's been a better catch ever. I'm with you. And what sucks is there, there were some great catches in that game. Dawson had, not did, a great catch. Diggs Diggs a did great the one handed. Yeah. And if you go back a play before that catch, you know, Von Miller with the pressure, mm-hmm. crowd gets into it. You think, wow, that, that, that drive was looking like your Buffalo's defense, the pass rush. It's everything that they upgraded in the offseason. It's going to work out. And then, you know, Justin Jefferson, just with the hand of God, threw it up and 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 say, you know, save the game for him. Um, yeah, I think I, I might end up leaning Minnesota there in the end. I, I, They're a great gonna, team. That's going to be, that's going to be a game time decision. Um, all right. We got two more to go here. Two more in two minutes. The uh, Sunday night game, Kansas city going into LA facing the chargers chargers, six and a half point home dogs. That's a lot of points. I'm only, I will take the chargers uh, depending on if Williams and Allen are healthy. If they get the receivers back, I'll probably end up taking chargers. If not Kansas city. First off, I don't know if we'll ever see Keenan Allen play football again. This is the most <laughs> devastating hamstring injury I've ever seen in my life. Look, Mike Williams is is has been out for three, four weeks. I've got him on every fantasy team, and it, it's just like, what are you doing, man? Come on, we need you in there. I don't trust the Chargers as much as I want to, and I kind of I like I've always kind of liked the Chargers. I like Justin A. Bear, Austin Eckler is <laughs> great. Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are just unstoppable. They're they're very good. Uh, final game, the Monday night game from Mexico City, Arizona, listed as the home team. Technically, they are closer, so we'll call it a home game for them. Seven and a half point underdogs against San Francisco. Kind of a weird uh, feel to this one. I think if if Arizona can get back Hollywood Brown, I'm I'd be interested in taking those points. Otherwise, I'll probably end up with San Francisco. Yeah, I think San Francisco's defense is getting healthier. Uh, so I just, I'm taking San Francisco. All right. So quickly before we get you out of here, uh, if the Bills lose this one, do we just stop the podcast? Are we, is this it? Is this, no, do you think we I can mean, ever? I think I just, I'm just done watching the Bills. I'm done <laughs> dedicating a day of the week or a holiday. Dude, my family is fucking insane. They're doing, we're eating. Thanksgiving, dinner, brunch, whatever you want to call it, at 11.30 a.m. because of this goddamn football. <laughs> and I was like, why are we doing this? And my dad goes, well, the football game is going to be on, so we're going to be drinking. You got to eat. I'm like, well, you don't have to drink at noon 30. No, for come on. You have to. If it's your team playing, you got to. You got to start. Of course, <laughs> I'm going to. But I'm just saying, like, I would have read. Why can't we just get drunk for three hours? And then the reward is the big meal. That's a good point, Matty. All right, we'll check in with you next week. See, see how that goes.
have it there it is folks week 11 picks in the books thank you so much for listening as always and thank you to Matt for joining us uh you know you know what i'm gonna tell you come on go ahead leave a nice rating a nice review over there on itunes go ahead and share the pod with some people if you wouldn't mind thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you back here next week on the for who or what podcast go birds <laughs>